All right, guys, what is going on? And welcome back to the Tipped Out Podcast. I feel like it's been a while since we've done one of these, actually, but we are back with your hosts, Brandon Palmer and Danny Christie. What's going on, Danny? How are you, man? I'm well, Brandon. How are you? For us, it's been a while, but for the listeners, it is not. We've been, we were ahead while I was there, and now I am no longer there, but. As the kids say, we had some on ice. Um, we did. But it's it's uh it's weird, man. I rather I rather you be to my left as we we film in person. But nonetheless, we're gonna get it done here, man. But last two podcasts have been absolutely incredible. So shout out to Remick and um, James for just being solid guests. We got some really cool cool stuff to come. Um, we might even check it out a little bit later in this pod. What we got cooking up for you guys too. We hope to get you guys some good content as well as uh, a little more value along with this podcast, so stay tuned for that. But today we're just basically going to be running it up uh, right off the cusp from the heart, just talking about the Masters <laughs> and uh, what we thought about that, man. Some crazy, crazy stuff, huh? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, for me it was almost a little heartbreaking as I'm a diehard Rory fan and can't blame Scotty Scheffler, but I, I, was, I was definitely for a second was like, Oh my God, he's making the charge. He's making the charge yep. that he needs I, to make to finally get one. And then yep. it just paused, wasn't enough. I paused the uh, the event and like ate dinner or something. So I remember you being ahead and you were like, wow, what a chip from Rory. And I like he had a couple of good chips like before he actually hold that. So I was like, just, you know, and then he started really making a charge. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, Danny must be electric right now. Oh, I was. I haven't been that excited in a while watching golf. I felt like I was like 12 again watching him win at Congressional by eight. Yeah. That's what I told my dad. I go, dude, I like that was so exciting. That was one of the most exciting PGA Tour events I've watched in a, in a good while. I mean, in, the seasons have been absolutely incredible. And with the stuff uh, Mr. Scheffler is doing, man, it's uh, the power at Chipotle, right, man? Yeah, yeah, that's a funny interview. Well, I'm going to give you one more thing here, and then we can tar- start talking Scotty, but I, I'm pretty sure I manifested Rory's round. I can't lie. Because mm. I was I, – I had just been – I woke up Sunday morning, and I wanted to see some good Rory golf. I couldn't tell you why. So I rewatched him at that 2011 U.S. Open, rewatched that round. It was like, dang, like – yeah, that's how, you know, I'd almost forgotten what it was like to see him run it up. And then it's like, dang, like, that was cool. Whatever, watched that, went and played on my own, got back, and then he was going crazy. And I was like, oh, my God. You did, man. Rory, if you see this, dude, you owe Danny some money. Or just, like, a meet and greet. I'll take that. That's right. That <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, for everybody kind of listening in, Feel free to crack a cold one unless this is your drive to work. But Danny and I are sipping on some drink. I'm rocking a uh, little blue moon light sky. Danny, uh, Danny brought these for me. We'll see this week for you. I enjoy it, man. I really do. It's like a little creamsicle, you know? Do you like them? Yeah, I love them. I don't really like creamsicles, but I do like citrus wheat light sky. Blue moon. Well, there you go. Shout out. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, you sipping on white girl? What'd you say? Yeah, white claw. Yeah, lime. <laughs> I did say. Uh, I thought you said something else for a second. I don't know what, but 
Um, <laughs> uh, dude. Also, Scotty Scheffler is a psycho. Why? Just I just that's literally what popped in my head when he made that chip on three. I was like, this guy's a psycho. I mean, it was just his week. And he's number one. He really was. Like, so that's that was honestly what I was about to bring up, which I feel like you and I talk about a decent amount. Yep. Is like and it, it makes it we're not taking anything away from him. I do this on to myself when I look back at tournament rounds that I, I've won, right? Where you you look back and you go, It was just your time. Like you you did you you played well, but also you caught a couple more breaks and that's just the way it is. But that's cool. I think Yeah, I think that's something that's really like important to note and Especially when you're playing, I mean, those guys are also evenly matched skill level wise. Like, it's just, it really there's part of it is luck or not necessarily luck, but yeah, it's just your week sometimes. And I think that's an important thing to know. I think that's an important thing to not be too hard on yourself sometimes when you don't always perform exactly like top top notch. You know, dude, I love the thought. Like, I, I just read it in. Uh, I was reading a little bit of. Um, not the uh, golf is a game of perfect. Who's that by um, Bob Rotella? Yeah, so I'm reading Rotella's next book, and that's the one he like prescribes as like a a guidebook or like a handbook for the previous books about the psychology of a golfer's mind and stuff. So this one's just like his like ten commandments for golf, and one of them is like you can prepare for the shot. And our, our director of golf at the academy likes to say this too. It's like you can prepare for a golf shot, but then once you actually swing and you strike the ball, like now it's now it's the elements, it's the golf course, it's your luck, it's the energy. Like that's when it's your week or not. You know, I love that thought. Yeah. I can prepare if I'm if I'm committed to the shot and I've got the right club, did the homework, and I hit it and it doesn't end up where I was at. Like that's just golf, and I think that's what um, you know. It's the lost art of playing the game is we get so technical. So swing based, but dude, the golf balls in all different lies and yep, you know everything. And we usually just practice on a mat or on a range, flat lie, and we get out to the course and we're the lie is totally different. Ball above, below, left, right, the wind, and we just think a wedge goes this one yardage. Like you gotta learn to do all different shots and literally play the game, you know. And yeah, I think yeah. Uh, one thing that that always helps me. I always try to look back on too if I'm trying to keep my head clear and not get upset on the golf course is mm-hmm. like all the the breaks that go your way or don't go your way, just try to always remember they pretty much even out. Like they really do. Like take a deep breath next time you get a bad break or you feel like you get a couple bad breaks in a row. You're like, well, we're, we, I feel like if you get in the wrong headspace, you're more likely to notice the bad breaks and think you're all so unlucky. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not true at all. So. Yeah. It's 100% just how, how you think about it. If you just let um, if you just kind of let things happen out there, he said it's almost just as bad to care too much as it is to act like you don't care at all. Like Because when you don't care at all, you just aren't focused. You have to be mentally focused and uh, what was the other one? Like mentally focused and just smart. He said uh, muscle memory is like not a thing. Like You actually have to think about it. But you just have to be mentally focused while you think about it, which is how these players are the greatest in the world because they can do that every shot for 18 holes or just do it better than someone else that's that good. And that's really what it comes down to, dude, is 
Cameron Smith makes one bad swing all week, and it came at the worst time possible. That's all it is, dude. And then and then that was that crazy. Spiral, dude. And like, who wouldn't? And who hasn't? You know. And it's you can feel that. And it was like, dude, just just get it in the clubhouse. You know, like there's a lot of holes. What was that twelve? There's a lot. Of that holes. was twelve. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I feel like you can just feel. When when Cam Smith, I, I for me, I was just putting myself in the situation, right? And I'm going, man, like it's got to be tough trying to catch Scotty Scheffler right now. This guy who just seems like he can't make it, can't do anything wrong, right? Yep. So that that bears on you, wears on you, wears on you. you keep pushing, 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 and then you can see all of his anger. I haven't seen Cam Smith show that much emotion. He was kind of he wasn't like doing anything outlandish, but he was kind of you could tell he's upset. He kind of whacked his club around a couple times. But, I would be so frustrated because you're doing all you can to try to catch this guy. Yeah. He can't do any wrong, and then you make that mistake and you're done. He's just done. And think about so. it, bro. You don't really usually think about, unless you're out of the situation or unless you're, like, watching from home, you don't think it's that guy's week. You think it's your week when you're in the situation. So Cam's getting his bounces. He's making his putts. And, dude, he played sick. He's been in contention for almost every event, too. Like, Kids on fire, you know. He was probably thinking, you know, shit, this is my time. Like, he's already won four. You know, like, people, I think golfers have to have that kind of outlook on things. Like, just because he, you know, he's Tiger Woods or just because he's won the last four events doesn't mean he's going to win the fifth. Like, you can't think like that, or else if you do, Tiger goes on a eight-year reign in winning all the time because everyone just said, oh, Tiger's here, I'm taking a second. Like, you can't count yourself out, and I don't think Cam Smith really did until maybe a couple holes after 12. Like, you could just see the yeah. frustration, and that's when he was out. Like, as soon as you know, he broke, you know. And, and when uh, Scotty said he broke is when he finally knew he had that big of a lead on the last hole, and he said – Yeah. I, like, took that breath. He said it It all hit me, and I, now you just couldn't think. Like I also think one thing – and there's a lot of times you can say if this, if that um, – which is it's just crazy to think about or even say because you can't actually – you don't know what's going to happen. But that third hole to me was just like – just crazy. Like that's just when I felt like I knew. I was like, all right, it's Scheffler's week. Like he's going to win because yeah. Smith brought it to within one, started off fantastic, and then bang, two-shot swing right back. And it was, and it was – they were in the same exact spot. They were almost in the same exact spot, and Scheffler goes first. And that thing was cruising, man. That thing hit the pin and dropped. And I was like, like, I could just imagine being Cam in that situation, being like, oh my God. Like, that's Dude, not, that was such a hard shot. Like, sometimes <laughs> that happened to you in like a college round, dude, when like you just start off rocky or even. And the kid, you know, it kind of feels like match playing college ball because it's like, it's just you two and you're usually decently matched up. And so you're like, well, if I beat him, I think my guy's going to beat him. And so, you know, and your kid's just draining 50-footers or chipping in or, like, staying in bounds, and you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're grinding over four-footers, and it's like, like you said, man, it just wears on you. So, yeah, incredible work by everybody. But when it's your week, you're playing that well. I don't know, man. There's a there's a couple good things going for Scotty, and that's uh, the show, man. Good for him. That's crazy. Unreal, unreal stat to that is just how you became world number one the amount of up and downs Mm. from from spots where i mean 
like 12 was crazy even too. Like, yeah, Cam dumps it in the water. Scotty went, I'm not hitting it in the water. Yep. No shot him hitting the water. He pulls it long left. I'm looking at that like, man, like even though he didn't hit it in the water, this could still be a tough, tough yeah. up and in. And then he just bent. He, he did that so many times that round too, which I feel like would have wore down Cam as well. Yep. Just looked like he could maybe, you know, maybe he's going to fuck this one up and make a bogey. And he never did, man. He that's a crazy thing. everything up and in. Everything. Yeah. I expected him to, this is the one he duffs. This is the one he's short. Yeah. Never. Never. Incredible spin control he has. Right? Dude, just unreal. Just the wedges. Yeah. The chips well, with the wedges. Unreal. What left me in awe the most, dude, is how, like, how he was like, oh, I've never gotten to this part. Like, I've never thought about this. I've never thought this far. When did you think you'd be a Masters champion, or when would you want to be one? He's like, oh, I think like yesterday. And I was like, oh, like, I was like, that's, like, I, for an instant, I was like, damn, like, that's a dick move. Like, that just seems so rude. You know, people work their whole life for it, and you're just like, eh, I just thought I'd be doing this yesterday. But I was like, no, like, that's actually how he's living, dude. He's like, I could be not a pro golfer tomorrow. So he's, like, be- he's a cool dude, man. He's a, he is a cool dude. Yep. It's really nice, man. The more the more stuff I see of him now because he's so relevant, it's like, yeah, man, he's uh, he's all about good stuff. Do it. Yeah, it, but um, just to kind of finish off what I was trying to say, I never, I was kind of talking around it. We're really good at that. Um, just, I mean, even when your your A game's not there, man, like. Your B, your B game or your short game, or I mean, the short game covers a lot of sins. Like I, I just can't really, can't really stress enough how important it is to be able to to grind it out and and get things up and in. You know, being able to rely on your short game like that was was impressive, and he was able to shoot a couple. Well, he would have been a couple under if he hadn't done what he did on on eighteen. By I can't, I don't even think he hit that many greens. It felt like he missed a lot of greens to me. Yeah, I couldn't find the stat on how many greens he hit, but I, I felt like he chipped a lot, you know. Yep. Yep. Wow. I think Rory was kind of similar. Rory was missing greens at the end. I mean, Rory shot eight under, and you'd think if you're shooting eight under, you're probably hitting sixteen greens. But I felt like he probably only hit like thirteen or fourteen. Dude, who was the dude that set the record on the front for uh, lowest nine? Was it at the Masters this year? Yeah, bro. Rory shot 32, and he shot 30, and then he exploded on the back, dude. It was hilarious. Oh, a guy shot 30 on the front at Augusta? Yeah, like and during the sh- Sunday. And then he exploded on the back. Hmm. A name, I can't, it's slipping my mind right now. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, dude, that's why it was so funny, because Rory, like, had a putt to either – do that or do 30, 31 at least. And the record was just set a couple holes before, like the guy that just went through and he shot 30. And I was like, wow. Like, I was like, he's in it right now. He's in it. Cause he got it all the way back to like maybe two, three under, but then 10, 11, 12, I think he just went bogey, bogey, bogey. Like he just, I was like, he's going to go crazy low now. And it was like, bogey, bar, bogey. That's crazy. I'll have to check that out. I have no idea. I could maybe bring it up on my phone quick, but um, on another note, I think I got a concussion today. Yeah, bro. You hit another golf ball. 
No, I, uh, I, I hope that I, it's not actually a concussion, but I cranked my head on a golf cart this morning. Uh, Some guy called and was like, yeah, like I lost my speaker. And I was like, okay, like I'll let you know if anything turns up. So I went down to the cart barn to check it out. And uh, I was kind of moving around quick between the carts looking for a speaker. Just like could not have been more center. I don't even know how I did it and just cranked my head. And I swear I was like woozy for a second afterwards. Who hit the my, my one of my students hit their head like three times in the cart yesterday and I was like, are you forgetting is that? Like, you, you gotta be <laughs> you gotta be careful, man. You don't remember hitting your head thirty seconds ago when you got out of the cart? Come on. That's how hard he hit his head, dude. Like, oh my god. I mean the only other thing that was absolutely wild was Morikawa and Rory hitting uh hitting that bunker shot. And they both jar it. They both eagled too on that. They were the only two. Yeah, they did. I mean, Morikawa played great too. I think he shot like five under. He just. There were 13 under for a group. Yeah. Crazy. Everyone else was like 49 over as like comparative to that. It was crazy. Yeah. They balled out. So I don't know if you saw this, but um, Scotty Scheffler has a quote from 2019 saying that he thinks Southern Hills is his favorite golf course. Which is where the next major is. It's where the PGA is. Wow. So that that's that. That's crazy, man. Maybe, like, the, the, are the stars aligned? He's just gonna win another one. I'll put money on it. I I almost would. I was thinking. I that's exactly what I thought of. I was like, all right, if I was to bet on this, what would I do? And I didn't bet Scheffler because he felt like. You know what I mean? Like, you know when there's that obvious bet? You're like, oh, he's the favorite. Like, everyone's going to bet on him. Like, he's not going to win. Like, he won't actually win. I'm not going to bet. Well, sure enough, he won. I, I would almost this time, knowing that he loves the place. And, I again, I'm, on, I'm like, well, you got to bet. He's the favorite. I might just actually bet on him this time. Well, folks, you heard it here first. Scotty Sheffler. Yeah, I might just take my bank account. Put it on him in the uh, in the PGA, and then see if I can get a car. You know, I might just refund it to my parents' house. <laughs> I got another mortgage. Yeah, lose it all. Scotty misses the car. That that would be tough. So I'd be washing windows with you, brother. That's that, dude. That I then you have. Um. Speaking of which, if anyone is listening to this from upstate New York, Dane and I are going to be roaming around the old Canton, Norwood, Messina, Potsdam area plenty this summer for a couple, uh, or at least June, July. So you're trying to golf, trying to get some lessons, trying to be on the pod, reach out. Boy, Corey Rousem rocking cameras for us, so. We got some really cool stuff coming up, so stay tuned. Definitely, man. Tell your friends, tell your sisters and your mom. If uh, if you were more, I just thought of this, just popped in my head, and I was like, well, he's gonna be too busy. But if you were were less busy, I would almost say we should do like a a clinic on a night for like a month. Can. But don't I play cool. play golf with you Sunday morning? Oh, that's going to be – that's that's a given, bro. I cannot wait for Sunday morning rounds. Well, have, you probably go to sleep Sunday, like, afternoon. You probably have to go take a nap. 
Are you talking about me? Yes. What, what's your joke? Why wouldn't we be talking Okay, now I'm with you. I, if you weren't sitting 10 feet from your computer, I might have been able to hear you better. I'm so sorry, Daniel. Um, yeah, no, Sunday, Sundays could be the day. Sundays could be the day for sure. Yeah, it could be the day. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Maybe. This high noon's working its magic. Yeah, I'm about to throw it at this um, Yeah, that'd be, I think that'd be cool. I think one area we're missing right now at Partridge is the clinic for men. I mean, we already have a women's clinic and a, and a junior clinic. I feel like we're missing a men's clinic. I feel like that's something. I feel like that's something that a lot of dudes aren't okay with doing, though. You know, I feel like it's like a pride yeah. ego thing. Yep. Guys they need to be more, more. A yoga and golf. Yeah, man. Imagine we get 30 guys out there, yoga mats on the range. Bro. That'd be baller. We might. We might do that. But I definitely think that's something that, that, that men need to be less insecure about. And I wish that I could really touch the souls of, of a lot of of middle-aged men here and just let them know that it's okay to want to be better at golf and, and seek out help. You know, I feel like that's a, just a whole, that's another whole nother story with that, but it's okay. You know, like just, we all want to get better. We'd love to help you get better. Your buddies might give you a hard time, but on the inside, I think they're probably just jealous. So, you know, they want to get better too. So. I'm jealous, man, because like that's what happens, right? Dude, they come to you for a lesson or a clinic or, you know, they watch some of our tips that actually are meant for them and what they need. And then they start hitting it past their friends or scoring better. And then those jokes turn to inquiries about how do I do that? So at least be on the forefront of the jokes and, uh, you know, I'd rather have someone pick on me for being better than them at something than, you know, and that's really the only reason people get picked on is because, like you said, man, other people are either insecure or, you know, and that's a whole nother story. So, yeah, I, think- I want to change that dynamic, dude. It, it, there's no shame in getting golf lessons. None at all. Amen. None man. at all. Clip that. Yeah, that's dope. That's a promo right there. You can even keep this in. That's a promo. If you're listening to this, you probably already saw this promo on Instagram. And if you don't, follow us on Instagram. Please do. Tip. Tip out. Tip underscore out. Tip underscore out. Tip underscore out. That's probably going to flash on the camera right here. Um, All right. I think that's that'll wrap it up. I mean. Will that wrap uh, it up? Yeah. Get less insecure. Hmm. And then maybe you'll be able to play like Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Bet on him. What is that? Sleepy Hollow? <laughs> Southern Hills. Southern Some, Hills. Sleepy Hollow is uh, it's a murder show. It's a murder show. I thought it was a Isn't rapper. It? I, I thought it was it's a rapper. Sleepy Hollow or rapper? Is that what you said? Yes. Look up Sleepy Hollow, dude. I think it's like something to do with Trippy Red. You're bugging. Nah. What do you guys like for music? Drop that below. I don't know whether you're listening to this in the car or watching it on YouTube and if you're seeing Danny lit up nice and me in the dark. I'm yeah, sorry. what happened out there, brother? You run out of you, you guys run out of electricity. Florida get taken off the grid finally. No, my mom stopped pedaling the bike. That's the only. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, man. Uh, let's see here. Sleepy Hollow is a village in New York State. Hmm. No. Nope. Sleepy Hollow rapper. 
Maybe he's a producer of some sort. He's an American rapper, apparently. Got him. I thought I think he's all right too, to be honest. He's Maybe got four he's names. Tegan Joshua Anthony Chambers. Wow. Shout out Sleepy Hollow. Thank you guys for listening so much. This has been the Tipped Out Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Palmer and Danny Christy Golf. I think that's going to wrap it up for this one, folks. Uh, absolutely incredible stuff from Scotty Scheffler and the Masters. Don't be so insecure. Uh, get some golf lessons. That's all good. Stay tuned for what we got rocking. We've got a uh, – definitely thought someone just opened that curtain. we got a newsletter coming out for you guys as well as kind of a uh, – email list sign up so you guys can stay up to date on all of our discount codes uh lesson promotions and never miss an episode so peace and love danny you got anything else brother i just want to say stay tuned um we're definitely this is just the beginning we got plenty more guests lined up and we yep. plan on doing nothing but growing and making more of these so everybody if you guys ever have questions comments concerns or would like us to talk about something. If you have some topics in mind, feel free to either DM us uh, at tipped underscore out or Danny Christie Golf or balance underscore performance. Thank you, guys. It's been another great episode. We'll see you in the next one. Amen. Peace and love. See you in the next one. Peace and love. Contraband got that dope. Sometimes I don't feel alright.